so since this is a platform so by the way i'm also a motivational speaker and uh, oh, my story i go around all over india i'm invited in many universities uh, i'm a tech speaker also okay and mm-hmm. and uh, so 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 the content which i am going to speak today will be focused about my cancer healing mm-hmm. so not not about other things but um, just to give you a background that i was uh, a 12 time cbsc topper in the state of gujarat Ooh. and uh, yes and <laughs> then afterwards i afterwards i in my engineering i also earned a prestigious dhirubhai uh, ambani merit based scholarship for all four years mm-hmm. so and immediately after my engineering the my engineering was in the branch of information technology and immediately after that i was placed uh, during campus recruitment i was placed in tata consultancy services tcs where i worked for more than 8 years uh, on various capacities like first like a programmer then a <clears throat> module leader and a project leader and finally i also spent almost one and a half years in tcs as a technical faculty head <clears throat> mm-hmm. that means that um, there is a training center in house of tcs wherein all the engineers from all over india who are newly freshers they undergo a rigorous training of around 6 months and uh, these people uh, uh, have a training center dedicated for them and i was so, the technical head for that so you were working in gujarat itself or somewhere yes bombay for bombay. four years bombay okay for four years and there is seat campus okay and the next four years in tcs gandhinagar gujarat yeah okay so, <clears throat> around eight plus years um, approximately more than eight <clears throat> was there what i spent in tcs mm-hmm. something occurred in my life uh, i was uh, which made me design my career like resign my that particular job all of a sudden mm-hmm. and uh, prior to my resignation i was already at the peak of my career i was being sent to finland <coughs> which is a european country uh, as a project manager so my visa was stamped uh, and um, the preparations were going on to visit the country uh, finland uh, for my project work and then suddenly this incident occurred which changed my life forever and um, eventually i also resigned made a decision to quit the company and focus on my health and <clears throat> as you would have already guessed that uh, that incident was may i ask you uh, when was this uh this thing occurred in 2012 okay hmm. so one night i was coming out of the washroom and uh, i fell down on the floor and was not able to get up on my uh, feet as much as i was just trying i was falling again and again hmm. and then i had to call my mom uh for help but uh, since i was a grown up guy she also took support of another person um, a domestic help and then finally uh, i could lie down on my bed but in the morning i could not get up on my from my bed so again i sense that there is something seriously wrong 
and um, I requested uh, an appointment with a neurosurgeon in Ahmedabad. Okay. But that uh, neurosurgeon had a surgery and all that, so he was caught up that day. So he gave me appointment for the next day. He came to my home with all the, because on the phone only we had told that um, uh, some symptoms that there is numbness in my feet and my calf and around my thighs okay. and my knee. So there are there is numbness, this lack of sensation. If I touch my own legs, I don't feel my fingers and all that. So there is some strange things happening and then. Plus, I don't get that muscular power to get up and to like you know walk or stand. So there's mm-hmm. so that guy neurosurgeon could confirm this call only that this could be uh, a mild paralytic attack or something. Mm-hmm. So he came with all the tests for the paralysis, that hammer and tongue and all those things. Okay. So he did all the tests, uh, and then he could immediately find that it is grade five paralysis, which is um the highest most severe form of uh, paralysis but it was uh, waist down which means it was a paraplegia uh, below my navel area so that was affected and immediately he advised an mri scan and i was rushed uh, to nearby lab where i was uh, where i did this mri mm-hmm. the mri scans uh, revealed that I had tumors in my entire spine and um, there were multiple tumors and particularly uh, there were two vertebras who which completely collapsed due to um, due to this um, tumor and all that so there was infection and uh, two tumors simply collapsed and all those things were leading to this uh, paralysis uh so this is how we came to know about uh, the tumor part and the paralysis we were grappling with. Mm-hmm. But then the cancer treatment doesn't start until the biopsy confirms, right? Mm-hmm. So, uh, so which kind of cancer and what is the stage? My first biopsy looked in but it did not. Uh, it indicated that um, there is no malignancy. Okay. So. Are you there, Amal? Yes, 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 I'm here. Am I going too fast? No, 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 no. If anything, I'm using two technical words no, no, because no. I don't I, for the audience. Uh-huh. I, I'm getting uh-huh. it. Yeah, so you are getting it. Yeah. Some, if you understand from the perspective of the audience, yeah. so then it's too complex I, I, in this. Section, no, no, it's fine. I will, I, will, it's, I will manage with that thing. You just go on. Yeah, so then um, we... So I was saying that the tumors was or the first part of the story, but that the biopsy was indicating that these tumors are benign. So the the doctor, the oncologist team, they refused to accept that biopsy report because they said that many a times uh, their biopsy gives a false result. Mm-hmm. We need to reconduct this biopsy again. This time they did. They took a first time they took a sample from my. Uh, armpits, mm-hmm. uh, and then the second time they took a sample from my uh, from my bone marrow. Okay. So the second time the bone marrow sample was sent to the Tata Memorial Hospital in Mumbai, mm-hmm. and the results came back after around two weeks or something like that. And um, the results 
uh, in the meantime i also underwent between these two weeks i underwent a full body pet ct scan okay. and um, the results were again shocking that the cancer was not just spread in my tumors but it had there were certain uh, tumorous nodes in my in my liver in my intestine in my pancreas in my bladder oh my urinary bladder so uh, it was almost all over but primarily the tumor uh, were there the big tumors were there in my spine particularly the d3 and d4 as i already told these two vertebrae they completely mm-hmm. collapsed but there it was there in the entire thing right till the tailbone from the top of the spine so it was oh so it was all over there and uh, the pet ct scan was shocking and uh, we did not know um, where to start our treatment because my siblings are both in us uh, they were in us even in 2012 when this thing was diagnosed so so you are the youngest uh, one i'm the youngest one so the immediate reaction was that uh, let's take this boy to us for the mm-hmm. treatment and advanced treatment and all that when my brothers and sisters uh, they came to know about this and in us they said that bring him here but by that time it was i still remember the date uh, when the biopsy report from tata memorial came back uh, from uh, bombay mm-hmm. uh, to ahmedabad that day was 17th april 2012 and uh, that report indicated that uh, the staging of the cancer was already stage 4 it was a last stage case and doctors already declared me after going through the report as it is a terminal case uh survival is not more than 5 to 6 weeks oh my so uh no use now they said that it's too late and um, they advised me to go back home and this thing occurred in a couple of hospitals in ahmedabad and uh, finally someone suggested that um, i should अहमदाबाद the asia's top 10 um cancer treatment places particularly the radiology department of that particular hospital is is uh, outstanding okay so then but uh, by that time my brother who was from us uh, he he flew down and he was there in um he he was insisting through the team of doctors that i take my brother to the us for the treatment and they said that he doesn't have time he doesn't have time to even uh, like you know be shifted to uh bombay or any other place because then what other hospitals will do will under will take his all his medical tests will be done again yeah 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 understand and then the rep- ha huh. so then the whole thing will start all over again yeah he doesn't take much time yeah so he sh- treatment should start immediately 
So then we agreed uh, reluctantly for the civil hospital treatment. Mm-hmm. And uh, radiology was... Huh, so then next day was... Uh, 18th April was in fact my birthday. So when the doctor, the oncologist of uh, civil hospital, he saw my file, that the date of birth was written 18th April. Then he said that... Uh, that why can't we start the treatment next day? That is on 19th April. So then my parents asked why. So why not? Because on one hand you are saying that he doesn't have time and that on the other hand you are just postponing it by one day. Mm-hmm. So then the doctors told my parents that probably this could be his last birthday of his life. So let him spend this birthday with his family at home and then he can maybe come back on 19th. And then we'll admit him. Then my parents um, looked at me and asked me about this. So then I just said that, no, uh, I want to go ahead and start my treatment on my birthday only because what better birthday gift I can give myself to start my treatment and giving back, taking a step towards my own health. So that will be my biggest birthday gift. So to my myself, and that's how my treatment began in 18th April. Uh, doctors were initially uh, not ready to even start, as I told you. They, they, they felt that it's a terminal case. So there was a story behind that also. Um, uh, my mother, I was the one who almost uh, shouted at the doctors that I'm not going to let my son go from this planet without any treatment. So uh, I have brought him for a purpose. On, in this world, and I know that miracles are going to happen in this in his life. So the doctors were amazed at looking at my mom's willpower and courage. They felt that hey, this is a mom who is not who's who's the son who is who's a young is is who is told that the mother is told that your son is going to die in next five to six weeks. Mm. She is not uh, like you know moved. She's not shaken. She's insisting on the treatment. She's she has hope. She's full of positivity. And when I looked at my mom, I also felt the same thing. I had always so much uh, courage, which I felt like you know inside me, like a spring of uh, valor flowing in my bloodstream. Just looking at my mom's eyes, and uh, I felt that wow, this is a mother is not crying, she's not weeping, she's not frustrated, she's not in a panic, she's not in any state of melancholy and nothing, but she's all she's is there she's is gone. like like fighter. She knows that she has a big enemy in front of her and um, she was just like a stern face, but not at all weeping and panicking and crying and all that or like, you know, anything of that, anger, frustration. So I said, I told the doctors, he, I'm like my mother only, and I also fight like a warrior till my last breath. So looking at this mother and son pair, the doctor finally said, okay, we will start your treatment because you guys are something different. But who is going to take the risk? Because then uh, my elder brother was also there. So he said that... Uh, uh, don't worry about the risk. Anyway, you may, you guys make a sign on the paper. So, but anyway, I'm his brother. I'm, I'll take the risk. So you start the treatment, please. 
and that's how my radio radiation started from 18th april my birthday itself mm-hmm. and um, then there was a um mini chemo as in there is a full dose chemo right so mm-hmm. since i was already in the stage four doctors were fearing that um, if we give a full dose chemo maybe the body cannot cope up mm-hmm. and uh, maybe i will succumb to death uh, after my first chemo itself so doctors were very nervous and so they decided to give me a quarter dose or a half dose okay um chemo first just to see if i'm able to take this my body can withstand this uh, chemotherapy is like full of toxins and it's almost poison right so yeah. uh, so they were very nervous and they reduced the speed of the chemotherapy that iv to like you know that that drop 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 so it was very slow that it went on half dose uh, went on for around 4 uh, uh, 8 4 to 6 hours so those 4 to 6 hours every half an hour doctors were coming and checking my blood pressure pulse whether everything is normal or not and then again a funny incident happened i was just lying there i was paralyzed so i was just lying mm-hmm. with a broad smile on my face and i was like feeling it very funny that these doctors are more nervous than me they are coming every half an hour checking whether everything is okay they were asking me my name again and again thinking that whether i am conscious or not and what so making all those checks uh and then uh, these doctors send the hod came for a round the so hod and the interns and all the junior doctors they were discussing my case they went little far but i could hear them like from little distance so they were discussing ki patient ka parameter aisa hai bp aisa hai pulse hai ye wo so then uh, i was little annoyed so i asked and excuse me who is the patient here which patient you are talking about by the way then they said it's you i said no i'm not a patient i'm a fighter i'm fighting cancer i'm fighting paralysis so you better call me a fighter or a champ <laughs> so i will not take this step if you call me as a patient there's no patient here remember that so then these guys were totally uh, i mean baffled to hear this response and from that uh, moment onwards every time the doctor junior doctor nurse intern anyone even the pathology guy if anyone comes into my room he would know that he will not call me the patient he will just say hi hero hi cam <laughs> Like that. that is great. And the whole thing changed the atmosphere. The doctors were very became very energetic. That this mother and this son is totally different. These are some they are not normal. And um, but of course they were very nervous and skeptical about how the treatment will go. But yeah, miracles started happening. Uh, my body started responding, and I could withstand the first. uh first half chemo which when which went inside me they were thinking that there will be like no usual uh, side effects like vomiting nausea and all those things or diarrhea but nothing all of all those things occurred the next day so these guys were bewildered but no side effect they kept on asking me is there any severe pain here there ye wo but then i said no nothing the way the pain was there before the chemo the same thing is there status quo after the chemo 
So there is neither a change, uh, like alleviation, nor the increase in my symptoms. So they were like really surprised that okay, that no side effects. Bodies they were coping up well, and then they decided the protocol of giving me eight full dose chemo therapy doses and another eight to ten rounds of radiation and all those things they wrote. So how many uh, cycles of chemotherapy have you been through? Yeah, that's what I said. My eight chemo plus that half, if you want to include, so maybe eight and a half. Okay. Maybe nine, whatever you want to write. Plus eight. Uh, nine, 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 maybe eight. Sorry, eight. I'm sorry. Yeah. So ten was prescribed for me. A radiation. Ten doses of radiation, but only eight. Okay. Uh. Only eight uh, occurred because uh, they were monitoring me um, after after the fourth radiation. They did um, CT scan again, uh, and then after my eighth chemo, they did the CT scan again. So the kind of shrinking of the tumors which they wanted it occurred um, on the eighth chemo itself, and they decided to stop my radiation now and just do the chemo. Okay. And uh, uh, so then they said. So this was happening parallelly. Uh, so chemo and radiation. It was not like the first radiation cycle and then the chemo. So these were happening parallelly in the in this thing. So how yeah, many? My kind, so my how many days? Uh, yeah, yeah. Tell me, tell me. The kind of cancer this thing was important, but it uh, during the biopsy report it came out that it was NHL non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. So. Apparently, this non-Hodgkin's lymphoma is also of 32 different types. <clears throat> mm-hmm. 32 types of NHL, and mine one was a severe, most form of very rare form of non-Hodgkin's lymphoma out of those 32, which is considered to be very aggressive. And um, so that's how, like, from stage one to stage four, can occur in like eight months or six, yeah, very less amount of time. Yeah. uh it goes very rapidly so that kind of uh, thing was there in my case and then yeah my treatment went on i was there in the hospital for at least um five and a half or six months continuously without uh, going to my home even once okay so that became my home for around five to six months and uh, since i was uh, having tumors in my spine i was made to wear a steel jacket Almost like that robot. How do you can visualize a robot? Oh God! Wearing a... yeah. <laughs> no, I so can't I... visualize it. I'm just trying <laughs> to. <laughs> so I was like looking really cool. If you look at my DP in my WhatsApp or if you if you give me an Facebook friend request, you know you'll know that I people tell me, and I am sure you'll also tell me <laughs> that I have a good personality. So that was looking looking really nice <laughs> at that time. <laughs> So uh, I had to wear this uh, steel jacket kind of thing. So why? Because my spine should not bend anywhere. Mm-hmm. Because doctors did not want any complication. Because anyway, it had tumors all over. So if the spine will bend or twist here and there, so there could be they were fearing that there could be some fracture. Okay. So then it will be a bigger problem, like parallelly. So then, so that the spine will always remain erect and it doesn't bend, it doesn't twist. So that's why they were making me wear that uh, stainless steel jacket. 
So, so it was like a stainless steel thing from the from my entire backside, mm-hmm. a full uh, plate kind of thing, uh, which will which will keep me my back straight. And so in my chest there was there was a strap, so there was a metal strap which was coming towards my chest and uh, towards my navel and stomach area. Okay. So so now you you can visualize. So that's mm-hmm. how my the plate on my back was there, mm-hmm. and uh, there were like you know there were. Buckles, which will keep the things on my chest, on my this thing. Yeah. So this was the case scenario of mine. And since for a paralyzed patient, there is a protocol that they need to be. Uh, they can. I mean, there is a possibility of developing bed sores. I don't know whether you know it, know no, about it or not. But allow me to explain it in one line. So that is like bed source is like when you lie down on the same place, uh, your 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 hips, your thighs, like whatever is the point of contact of your mm-hmm. body and that bed sheet and those things, because you are lying. Even if the things get uh, changed, uh, lying on the same place, you start developing because there is no air circulation on the backside. Mm-hmm. So. So then you'd start developing some skin infection, some fungal, and these are known as bed sores. Okay. So, uh, in order to prevent that, the protocol for a paralyzed people is that they need to be, like, no, wo karvat dilana kehte hai na Hindi mein. They need to be like no shifted on. Like, they need to be moved so that there is air no, around no. them. Uh, the part of the body which is not getting air. So the front of the body will always have air, but the back side. So, but in my case. It was a complication for the doctor because I was uh, not only paralyzed, hip uh, waist down, but also I had the steel jacket in my uh, yeah. on my upper body. Mm-hmm. So it was not easy for me to like you know Sarvat Dilana har ekante me. So there was a protocol that every one hour I should be. If I straight, I will to take a right Sarvat Dilai. So for one hour, I will take a right Sarvat Mai. So that my फिर उसके अगले एक घंटे बाद मुझे वापस स्ट्रेट करेंगे फिर उसके एक घंटे बाद मुझे लेफ्ट करवट दिलाई जाएगी ऐसे एंड दिस हैज टू गो ऑन फॉर 24 बाय 7 तो वो करवट दिलाने का प्रोसेस रात को भी होगा और दिन में भी होगा सो दैट वो बेड सोर्स ना हो सो दे डिडंट वांट टू टेक कि ऑलरेडी इतनी सारी चीजें हैं तो और कोई कॉम्प्लिकेशंस ना हो इसके लिए दे वर टेकिंग दिस प्रिकॉशन सो देयर वाज दिस अ नोन प्रोसीजर नोन एज लॉग प्रोसीजर so where the body of the patient is uh, thought of a log of wood and um, imagine that there is a big huge log of wood which mm-hmm. is very heavy log of wood and how do you rotate it how do you rotate a log of wood so then um, so you can visualize that for a log of wood there are people who will be standing in one end mm-hmm. there will be people who are standing in the other end of the log of the wood and there will be people who are standing in the middle of the log mm-hmm. of the wood and then they'll say one, two, three. Yeah, to show. And, and and then they'll give a push together. Yeah. So then, so that uh, collectively the entire body goes in one go. Mm-hmm. So again, so the idea was so this log procedure was used in my case for shifting me. Yeah, I get it. Uh, so uh, this was my this thing happening, and uh, I had physiotherapy going on three times a day. Apart from my this chemo and radiation, which is happening, so all these things were happening parallelly, and uh, finally, um, my body was anyway responding. In cancer, the 
things go up and down but broadly i can say that uh it went went on very well and then finally in 2013 i was declared that i am 100% cancer free <laughs> and there were huge celebrations Uh, when in 2013 which in february february i was declared 100% cancer free all almost 10 months yes and my thing started in april april yes, yeah exactly. mm. 18th april my treatment started yes oh that was something huge <laughs> yeah so that was something huge really huge uh, i made a lot of uh, friends yeah, with all the people in my civil hospital including the housekeeping people and sweepers and all that so everyone became my friend because i was there for so many months so yeah so and i was a hero and i was a star <laughs> for everyone so <laughs> so uh, you gave me goosebumps dude <laughs> seriously i used to tell anyone who comes to my room that please don't come to my room with a long face Yeah, <laughs> if you're going to do that, better not come. That is what I want right now. हाँ तो मुझे मैं बोलता था भाई मेरे को आ रहा है तो दो चार jokes अच्छे सारे अच्छे वाले jokes prepare करके आना और jokes सुनाओ मुझे. So do that and ये सब कुछ करो मगर ऐसे सब बैठ के वो समझ एकदम मतलब like you know ऐसा मत रहना सोमवार मत रहना. तो फिजियोथेरापीट that one is passive physiotherapy okay passive therapy is that the Someone patient doesn't do himself yeah so the 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 physiotherapist doctor will come and he will lift my legs okay. keep my knee straight and he will count up to 10 and then he will gradually he will stretch to the stretching from a leg 90 degree and all that so he will do all those things yeah. okay he will do the he will bend my knee he will do everything for me <clears throat> so then he will also give me those current uh, just to keep my uh, lower body a uh, neuron mm-hmm. because the signals were not passing right because yeah. of the paralysis he will give me external <coughs> current and stimuli hot and cold wraps uh, this um, what is the body wraps of hot and cold contrast mm-hmm. all those things they were <coughs> giving me it was all passive for quite a lot of time has there was also um, miraculous uh, thing which occurred in between which i think i should mention so there is a neurosurgeon in ahmedabad who is known to be the top 10 neurosurgeons of india okay sorry not the neurosurgeon spine surgeon he is the top 10 spine surgeons of india mm-hmm. so i was recommended for a spine surgery in the very beginning even before my first radiation on 18th april Okay. You remember those two weeks when I was waiting for my biopsy result. Yeah. So that time, uh, my case was referred to the spine surgeon. Mm-hmm. And they they thought that they can clearly see that there are tumors in his spine, and it has to be removed, right? So the yeah. first thing was for a spine surgery. So I was taken to a um, uh, refer to the this as, as I said, very renowned and famous spine doctor, mm-hmm. and uh, this 
<clears throat> he didn't he saw my reports and all that and he said that it's going to be a marathon surgery more than 8 hours or something it's a very long surgery mm-hmm. very complicated because it's not like one or two tumors it was a series of tumors all over my spine it's going to be very complicated maybe 8 to 10 hours of surgery and then they said that despite uh the surgery there's no guarantee uh it's so risky and complicated that uh, maximum 10% uh success rate and all that mm-hmm. and then he said that uh, that doctor my mother asked that okay uh my brother my son will be able to walk around na like earlier he used to do after the surgery mm-hmm. then the doctor told my mother no at the most he will be on a wheelchair all his life but uh, even if that happens you consider yourself lucky because this is really a very severe thing oh my god and when i heard about all those things uh, that time i had tears in my eyes and i and it was not because i was um, my mom turned to me and said why why are you crying i said this is my youth and in this age all my life you guys have done so much for me this is my youth and i it was my time, turn to give back to you mm. and now if i will be on wheelchair whole life then uh, this is bringing tears into my eyes and my mother said you were always a source because i was a science topper engineering topper and all that i said right so this said you have always brought pride to us and you were a source of happiness for us and you will be in future also so no matter what is your physical condition we know that you are going to create wonders and my mom was like this this is okay fine so again and again my mom was my source of kind of this thing then she said that there is no need to worry when my parents are there standing rock solid my mom my dad was still posted he is a government officer he is an irs officer indian revenue services Mm-hmm. Uh, he was um, the senior most in the entire Gujarat, the principal chief commissioner income tax, and uh, at that time he was posted in Mumbai. So mm-hmm. when I was diagnosed with cancer, he was posted in Mumbai. He was at that time a vice chairman of settlement commission income tax, and um, uh, he used to come every weekend. So during in my initial days, he was there for a long leave for one month or so, mm-hmm. maybe one and a half month. but then he had to go back to his work and then he used to do uh, an up down every weekend kind of like friday he used to work in bombay and then saturday sunday was to fly fly to ahmedabad and see me and all that my brothers who came from us my sister who came from us they had to go back after one and a half month one month they had their own life they had their children their job so they could not leave everything so ultimately it was me and my mom who were there most of the time to be uh, like you know fighting this cancer all my other relatives like my uncles and aunts they, they are all are staying in up uttar pradesh we belong to up okay so this was the whole story so it was a mom and son uh um, together fighting cancer <laughs> yes bro this is something i swear this is something that Yeah. So okay, okay. Coming back to my spine, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna distract me. Sorry for that. 
um, you can always go back to IT industry and there will be, don't think a second thought about that. There will be people waiting for you to take you in and uh, so don't worry. So now just design and focus completely on your health. No work, nothing. Mm-hmm. So that was my mom's decision and that's how I quitted the company. Full time, I was a fighter. <laughs> So where are you working now? I'm in Reserve Bank of India. I'm a manager here. I'm a class one officer now. Oh, that is nice. So you're still in Gujarat? I'm still in Ahmedabad, yes. RBI, Ahmedabad. What's your message for all those cancer survivors and fighters who are going through this thing? Cancer fighters and survivors, my message to you all is that fighting cancer is more of a mental game and um, it's not just the chemotherapy and the drugs it's much more than that and um, you can support your healing by taking care of your mind that means uh, uh, having uh, positive thoughts being energetic no matter what so this is my message that uh, you can win the battle first in your mind and then in the outside world. Yeah. And by the way, yeah, yeah. by the way, I would like to share this with you. Because I have many interviews in Times of India, in the Bad Mirror, and many places. And there are many places. In the electronic media, in DD National, and DD Rajya Sabha TV, and all of them have come. Z ka bhi, Z News ka bhi ek channel hai, Eon ya Vion, aise karke koi unka English okay. channel hai, Z Media ka, wahan pe bhi mera interview aa chuka hai. So all these things has resulted ki abhi mujhe kai baar randomly from all over the India, uh, and so couple of cases from USA also, I get uh, people who are going through episodes of cancer, recently diagnosed or something like mm-hmm. that. So they see a ray of hope when they have heard my story. Yeah. And I feel glad that I'm able to like, you know, reach out to them in some way. And I'm not a doctor, so I don't prescribe them kya khana chahiye, kya medicine hai, kya nahi hai. But you have been but a survivor. Yes. So I share my experience. And apart from that, uh, see, this is all uh, the medicines and all that, but there are a couple of things which I was doing uh, apart from this, like, I think ये जो dimple का भी है उसका और मेरा काफी वो integrative approach है ना उसका तो तो not exactly Ayurveda but I tried uh, cow urine therapy in between of my chemotherapy days okay मेरे को ये पूछना और कौन कोई कोई therapy आपने use किया जैसे integrative oncology हाँ वही मैं बता रहा हूँ कि मैंने I tried cow I I used a combination of so many things so wheat grass juice थेरेपी तो था ही मेरा वो तो वीट ग्रास जूस जो डेली पीना है वो और फिर काव यूरिन थेरेपी था फिर यू नो व्हाट इज रेकी यस यस सो रेकी हीलिंग आई यूज टू कॉल समवन इन द हॉस्पिटल एवरी अल्टरनेट डे और अटलिस्ट टू टाइम्स अ वीक और समथिंग लाइक दैट फुल बॉडी रेकी सेशन फॉर लाइक वन एंड हाफ आवर और समथिंग वो होता था फिर देन आई इवन ट्राइड प्राणी हीलिंग फॉर सम टाइम आई ट्राइड 
I tried. I used to have camping in my uh, in my hospital room. I my mother used to do Agni Hotra Havan. Uh, it's a science. Uh, again, it originated from Maharashtra only. You can Google search on it. What is Agni Hotra? So, so it's a small uh, three minute uh, three minute uh, procedure, or you can say it's a it's a yagya kind of thing. It's a very small thing, five minutes. So Agni Hotra Yagya, my mummy did it for me. सुबह मुझे सब कुछ एडवाइस नहीं किया गया था पर बोले तो बोलते थे जो खाना है खाओ ये वो रॉ फूड मत खाओ लोग ऐसा बोलते थे कीमोथेरेपी में इम्यून सेप्रेशन हो जाता है ना तो लोग बोलते हैं कि रॉफ फ्रूट्स और रॉफ वेजिटेबल्स खाने से चांसेस ऑफ इन्फेक्शन होता है ऐसा ये ये हॉस्पिटल्स का मानना होता है यूजुअली आई गेस पर मैंने ऐसा रिसर्च किया है और मैं ऐसे लोगों को कहूँगा कि डोंट टेक डेरी प्रोडक्ट्स ड्यूरिंग योर कीमो एंड रेडिएशन एंड बाई एंड लार्ज टेक एज मच एज ऑर्गेनिक फूड ऑर्गेनिक फूड तो हमने तभी से स्टार्ट कर दिया था और फिर दिस डेट वी आर टेकिंग कम्प्लीटली ऑर्गेनिक वी हैव गॉन हंड्रेड परसेंट ऑर्गेनिक इन अवर होम मतलब लाइक फ्रॉम आवर कुकिंग ऑयल से लेके हमारे सारे वेजिटेबल्स फ्रूट सारे स्पाइसेस सारे ग्रीन चावल है गेहूँ है सब हमारे यहाँ ऑर्गेनिक ही आते हैं तो अब हमारा पूरा तो ऐसा है आर का वाटर नहीं पीना चाहिए वो एसिडिक एनवायरनमेंट क्रिएट करता है बॉडी में ये भी मुझे एक टिप देना है okay. तो को और हाँ एक फ्रोजन लेमन थेरेपी मैंने कहीं से पढ़ी थी कि यू यू फ्रीज अ फुल लेमन इंक्लूडिंग द पील विदाउट रिमूविंग द पील लाइक द होल लेमन यू पुट इन टू दीजर मॉर्निंग में वो बिकम्स लाइक टेनिस बॉल ना पूरा वो सॉलिड हो जाता है वो then you grate it as a topping on your uh, on your drinks like suppose you are taking a wheatgrass juice usme grate kar diya usko okay so along with the peel but the pura whole mm-hmm. lemon ko aise grate kar diya frozen lemon so or ya kuch kha rahe hain aap to kuch light poha kha rahe hain ya kuch khare uske upar se wo grate karke upar se dal diya to make sure that uh, this at least one full frozen lemon enters your body a day mm-hmm. आजकल पाउडर भी मिलता है आंवले का भी पाउडर मिलता है आंवला जो कहते हैं विटामिन सी का काफी अच्छा सोर्स है तो ये सब डाल के वी कैन मेक सूप्स एंड वी कैन मेक और फ्लूड हाँ फ्लूड मतलब क्या कि नॉट द फ्रूट जूसेस जो ये टेट्रा पैक्स होते हैं दैट इज अ बिग नो नो तो फ्लूड माने ये वीट ग्रास जूस हुआ या नारियल पानी होता है जैसे टेंडर कोकोनट वाटर कहते हैं वो या तो फिर बटर मिल्क हाँ अगेन यू वुड से मैंने डेयरी प्रोडक्ट्स में ना बोला है तो बटर मिल्क 
जब तो यू अगर तुम्हें सूट हो रहा है तो यू कैन टेक इट अदरवाइज डोंट टेक इट आई वॉज डेफिनेटली नॉट टेकिंग मिल्क बट नॉट टेकिंग कर्ट बट आई यूज टू टेक बटर मिल्क हेयर एंड देयर और सूप लॉट ऑफ सूप तो ये मैं रेगुलरली सब पीता रहता था और ऑफकोर्स पानी भी पीता था विच इज वॉज डेफिनेटली नॉट रिवर्स ऑस्मोसिस वाला नहीं आर वॉटर इज एसिडिक वैसा नहीं रेगुलर वाटर उसको बॉयल करके इफ पॉसिबल एल्कलाइन करके उसको पीने का एल्कलाइन mm-hmm. करने के लिए अगेन वो पानी में क्यूकम्बर का एक पीस डाल देने से और थोड़ी देर सोख करके रखने से तो पानी एल्कलाइन हो जाता है वो पानी पीने से इट्स बेस्ट फॉर द बॉडी सो दीज आर दिप्स विच आई वॉन्ट टू गिव वॉट एल्स लेट मीन थिंग वन मोर टाइम पील करके मिक्सर में ग्राइंड करके पानी डाल के वो भी मैं पीता था एंड वो अभी भी मैं पीता हूँ इनफैक्ट और और क्या है एलमंड इज अगेन अ कैंसर फाइटर कोर्स यू हैव तुलसी एंड तुलसी की मैजिकल प्रॉपर्टीज हैं जो तुलसी के जो तुलसी के एसेंस आते हैं वो ऑर्गेनिक तुलसी के आते हैं कई सारे तुलसी ड्रॉप्स काइंड ऑफ थिंग तो उसको पानी में डाल के हम पी सकते हैं जो भी हम पानी पी रहे हैं इनटेक कर रहे हैं उसमें थोड़े ड्रॉप्स डाल दिए ड्रमस्टिक पाउडर मैंने बोला ही है आपको ड्रिंक बन जाता है वो लेमन हनी uh warm water with all these powders ginger powder turmeric powder and uh, yeah so these cinnamon powder to ye teeno powders ko mix karke acha ban jata drink to ye bhi main din mein do teen baar peeta tha so these were taking care of my fluid so more fluid very less solid and uh, that's it 